U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone Eastern Standard Time, 21 hours, 43 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 2 hours, 43 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone Eastern Standard Time, 21 hours, 43 minutes, 30 seconds. January 11th, 2023, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. Hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, Dr. Weber. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining me today here in the darkness at 645. Pitch black. Pitch black indeed outside. I it's hate it. It's been pitch black. I hate it, though. It's getting on my nerves. It's starting to really you weigh on You me. haven't got used to daylight savings? Never. Never get used to it. Are you going to crack? Every year. I'm about to crack, Jesse. Oh, God. Well, you went to the chiropractor for the first time a couple days ago, got a little cracky-cracky. Um, first of all, I guess we tell the story at Christmas. Um, your brother and his partner got one of those massage guns that everybody's trying to like advertise at all the fitness centers, and I was like, God, they nasty. Look at them nasty gays with that vibrator, and I was like, go get me one. I want it's one. It's your favorite thing now. <laughs> I, I love mean, that thing. I, I'm absolutely surprised. So nice. Like, how nice they are. It's so, and yeah, it's really enjoyable and like way more comfortable and it feels really good in your legs and no, stuff. It does but feel um, great. you went but, to a massage chiropractor. To, yeah, the chiropractor. A real chiropractor. I've been having a little bit of like lower back pain and so I was like, well, let me see. I got a group on, obviously. Who so I, I went to go see a chiropractor and it was like a chiropractor exam and a massage. Mm-hmm. So I went there and. I was late as usual. Uh, you it was are raining and people in Vegas can't drive. So I, I get there and I, he's rushing through it and I and I get cracked at it or adjusted as they say. <laughs> cracked. And my neck cracked pretty good actually. <laughs> but you know, the lower back where I have most of my pain mm-hmm. didn't crack at all. No crack. But 
I mean, I do feel a little bit better, but I got a massage after. Well, that can make you feel and better. I think I'm not sure which one it is. But here's the thing, though. So once you're done with all that, it's like, oh, we recommend come that back. you come every single week for oh, the course. next six weeks. Oh, yeah. And then you can come back every other week. Like, that will so, only be one million dollars. So what is this, like a <laughs> lifetime commitment now? Yeah, I've heard chiropractic, you know. People say chiropractor is kind of like the lowest lung of lowest rung of medicine, like underneath the dentist even. But I mean, some people swear by it. I don't know. So what are they going to tell you? You're not going to say, oh, you're perfect. I don't need not. you to come back. They'll figure out because, some way to adjust Because you. here's the thing, though. Like, other than what I have told him, he's done no, like, exam, like, no x-ray, no... Oh, so no, no x-rays phys- or anything like that? Yeah, no physical exam. Like, not even take my mm. shirt off. Let me... Let me see where it hurts. It's just like from what you tell and then they adjust. He's like, you'll be fixed in six weeks and then come every other week for maintenance. So have, like, you ever oh. seen, um, have you ever seen a chiropractor work on animals, Jesse? No. Look at this. And I'm crazy enough to pretty much work on any animal. I've worked on dogs and cats and skunks, foxes, llamas. <laughs> Donkeys, zebras. He's cracking a zebra. Oh, you can hear the snake popping. And quadamundis. I know what a quadamundi is. The only animal I haven't worked on was a porcupine, and that was because my arm was getting poked with needles, and I was thinking, if I make one wrong move, I'm getting a needle through the arm, and so I backed out of that one. What do you think about uh, that, Mr. Desert? That's interesting. When I first saw I'm surprised he's animals sure in attack. All right, what else we got, Mr. Jesse? Let's see. What else we can get into? You ready to get into the top five things that happened since we did the last show? I am. Let's do it. Jesse, before we even get into that, I know we have to talk about this GOP strategist who um, apparently just is grabbing junk of everybody. Um, GOP strategist Mike Shiplaw, S-C-H-L-A-P-P, Shiplap, Shiplap, Shlap. Shiplap. You're saying it's just Shlap. Shlap, Matt Shlap. Yep. Well, Matt Schlapp apparently wanted some slapping of some schlong on his face um, because he was in a car with a, another GOP, you know, worker, strategist of some kind. It was just a campaign staffer that campaign got assigned staffer to drive him from the Warnock campaign. The Warnock? Yep. Oh, yeah. Warnock, right? Yeah. Um, and apparently this GOP old man with white hair that looks like your grandpa or George Bush, um, apparently asked this younger 30-year-old man to come up to his room. He said no, and then he just grabbed his wiener, Jesse. An hour Jesse. later, he grabbed his his private junk while he, they were driving. And I guess nobody wanted to say anything because the election was coming up, so this guy's like, you know, I'll just I'll keep it quiet. Um, and apparently the, the ride was 
being taken place during some two different bars, you know, I assume where they serve alcohol. So maybe this guy just got a little liquored up um, and decided it was his time to uh, his time to shine. So the, uh, the staff related text, I just didn't know what to say to my supervisor, the senior staff. The surrogate fondled my junk without my consent. <laughs> I love it. We can just leave it there. We'll update on this as it comes back out, right, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, the Republicans are up to no good. This lately. is a good one. And we went up to Mount Charleston to see the snow. It's snow all over the place. Snow in California, snow here. Oh, they got some really good snow two days ago. When it was it great. Um, but I guess there was like an avalanche, Jesse, you said, up in Mount there Charleston was. by our house. And um, all these closures were taking place. Did someone, a hiker, you said, might a have died? died? A hiker died. Oh, my God. So yeah, the trail was gracious. called uh, the Mummy Trail, surprisingly enough. Um, but yeah, there was a mini avalanche on the trail hmm. and one of the hikers is died. So they were, you hear they about, were about 11,000 feet up in elevation in one of these trails. And the thing about Mount Charleston is it's absolutely beautiful, but a lot of people who go visit the mountain may not be used to being in the snow or, you know, just don't realize what kind of risks you're taking when you're, hmm. when you're hiking on a mountain that has a lot of fresh snow that you know usually does drop occasionally hmm. well goodness jesse well let's get back and let's talk about mr biden down at the border how about that sounds good i got a new one for you tell me what you think about this one all right let's get down to business ladies and gentlemen you want to go somewhere and you want to be somebody, you better wake up you and love Because the real world is out there. And they don't care how hip you think you are or who you kick it with. It don't matter. If you don't have an education, you don't have anything. If you want to be somebody, you want to go somewhere. Well, Mr. Joe Biden, there's plenty to talk about right now, and none of it is about him out down at the border because that was the most piss-poor performance of showing presidential support that I think I've ever seen of anything ever in the humanity of this country. But whatever, I'm not. it's not even worth talking about. He went down to the border. He didn't meet with anybody. It was a disaster. But the same day, that later that afternoon, a bombshell was revealed that the U.S. attorney is reviewing documents that were marked classified found in President Mr. Joe Biden's office from back when he was a vice president. Probably really wouldn't be a big deal in normal normal times, but since everything's going on with Trump and they raided Mar-a-Lago and everything, and oh, now Mr. Joe Biden just got willy-nilly documents laying all over the place, kind of seems like it kind of takes the wind out of the sails that it's so serious. I think they're two different stories. They are, but... It's completely different when... But before you continue, but, I just want to say what somebody else said, already said, a Republican person is like, that's all nuance. We don't have to worry about that. That's what they're going to say. They're just going to be like, oh, documents are documents. But yeah, continue. But, but here's the thing, though. These cases, well, at least the, the Trump case, is being presented in front of the attorney general, mm -hmm. and they have the right to move forward. The clear difference is finding documents and 
correcting correctly going to the archive and saying hey we found these documents we would like to return them as opposed to the archive coming to you saying you're we're missing these documents you hiding them six months later still not returning them it takes an fbi raid in order to retrieve documents mm -hmm. and still more documents what came up later is being missing completely different situations no i agree i agree but um of course trump put out a truth and if you flip you can actually see what Truth Social looks like. So I had no idea. I've never seen it. This is what it looks like right here. But um, that? the Donald J. Trump at Real Donald. Why does he have to have at Real Donald on his own Truth Social? <laughs> because he <laughs> thinks it's Twitter. <laughs> um, but he truthed. When is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden? Perhaps even the White House. These documents were definitely not classified. Wait now, wouldn't the White House be the more appropriate place for them to be? That's where it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, whatever. Now we all have seen what Truth Social looks like. Um, Mr. Jesse, can we talk about this? Um, what is going on today with the FFA? I mean, I, I guess I know Southwest had that big issue this week. Um, you know, the week of, I guess the week coming out of New Year's Day and everything like that. And, you know, all that. They had issues. But then today... They have a FFA aviation kind of security protocol software. I actually have some friends that are in aviation. Only reason I know anything about this, that work in, they, they're pilots, they do the air traffic control, they went to university college for this. So I've heard of this system before, and it's gone down before, but it wasn't the day after a major other turmoil. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, again, this probably wouldn't be talked about as much if it didn't happen today. Um, but I guess it was like what they used to send out security information and not just pilots use this, it's drones, it's military, it's everybody. And if it goes down, then that's it, you know? It just shows the holes in our system. I mean, there's a lot of holes think, in the system, and all these things are vulnerable to so being hacked. many holes. Well, what do you think about the strike? I don't know about the strike too much. You don't know about the strike, Mr. Jesse? Well, in New York, 7,000 exhausted New York City workers, they're taken to the streets, and they say they want more pay, Jesse. Um, it's don't all over the all, place. Don't we all? This is Mount Sinai. It's actually one of the last clients I had when I was working for that marketing agency before COVID. Remember we did something with Mount Sinai in New York? It was like, remember we were giving out like chapsticks and it was oh, right yeah. at the beginning of COVID and everybody was like, what's COVID? And so they were like, oh, let's hand out wipes and sanitizing stuff and hand sanitizer. But, um, these nurses have walked out and they are still on the streets on um, the Upper East Side in Manhattan and at three locations. Um, at these different medical centers, I guess in the Bronx as well. Um, and they can't get other nurses to come in and take over, apparently, which is, I guess, really well, a really I'm big sure deal. I'm sure there's a huge nurse, nurse shortage over there in New York as well. Oh, I'm sure it's huge. What else we got? Well, speaking about huge. What, Mr. Jesse? What, what, what about Prince Harry uh, coming oh. out saying that he killed 25 Afghans while he was in war? While doing coke. That's crazy, right? Well, I don't, right. Think, I don't know if they were happening at the same time, but I like the, I like where you're going there. Well, I mean, who hasn't done a little coke every now and then? Like, I think cocaine is like an abortion for women. It's like one of those things that, like, you don't talk about cocaine, but if you're in a situation where you feel comfortable, you might be like, oh, yeah, you know, in college I did a little blow here and there, and somebody else would be like, oh, yeah, me too, man, you know? <laughs> It's one of those things. It's like all them girls are worried about getting a vaccine. It's like, I saw half you girls doing lines on the back of toilet seats in East Carolina worried about a little vaccine. 
But yeah. um, the interview with Anderson was pretty good. I watched it. Did you watch it, Jesse? I did not watch I it. I watched some, it, it was like clips. It wasn't the full 60 Minutes interview. It was just kind of like, kind of portions of it. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting was like, obviously the cocaine, but he talked about how Meghan Markle, isn't that her name? Yeah. She like saved him because he was kind of destructive and partying too much and falling out of clubs and he's like she came in and saved me it's like the reversed prince charming it's like she was his princess and came to save the prince from his uh his terrible life i mean nobody wants to be like under a microscope like that that can't be fun for anybody mr yeah. jesse we're gonna take a little break and i think we have some other information about prince harry coming up how about that sounds good all right this is the doctor whoever project we'll be right back support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. Well, Mr. Jesse. All right, so Prince Harry had some other revelations in that, too. Can we get to those? Yeah, let's do it. We come into this world unknown. But know that we are not alone. They try to knock us down. But change is coming. It's our time now. Oh, well, Prince Harry, he admitted to Anderson that he asked to see the car to kind of prove to himself that what happened actually happened after the accident. Um, he went on to even talk about how that he for years just thought that she was somewhere getting away from the paparazzi trying to hide, you know, and well, come back later on. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, That's right? something a kid his age would think. But uh, mm. Prince Harry, who is also the dude... Duke of Sussex, Sussex, mm-hmm. Sussex mm-hmm. said that he asked to see photos of the secret government file of the fatal car crash in Paris that killed his mother in 1997. In his book, The Spare, parts of which he read during his interview with uh, Tom Bradley and aired on Sunday, he saw the paparazzi and the reflection of the paparazzi in the mm. window at the same time. He then added, I saw the back of her blonde hair, you know, slumped on the back of the seats. Mm. Hmm. Well, Prince Harry is saying to his family, the door is always open, but I think he just wants to tell his story. Um, I think we're going away as a society, as an American society, as an educated American society from like keeping things in. Like that was the way it was when I was growing up as in a, a white Southern, you know, family. Something happens. Oh, you just don't talk about it. Shh, don't tell them. Don't let me find out about that. Like, oh, no. Keep it secret. Oh, don't talk mm-hmm. about anything. And then, you know, that's, that's what happens. That, that's the old way. I think it's the same in every household. Is it? It's the same in my household as it's, well. It's the new generation, I think, is like, you know, let's talk this out. Let's work it out. Like, nothing gets better if you just, like, you know, talk about it forever. That's something I've enjoyed having the show. I can come on here and talk about things that I would never talk about to someone else. Or I'll come here and say something that maybe I would never say to someone's face. But, you know, it's how I really, truly feel, you know? Yeah. You know, they say you can't say something nice. Raw and unfiltered. Can't say right nothing nice at right all. Now. 
I try to keep my mouth shut, Jesse, so I can be nice. But the book was called Despair, so that's kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? So we already covered that. Yeah, he did think that he, that she was. Um, he did think that she was maybe still alive for years. Um, Prince, uh, Prince, Princess Diana. It's crazy, right? Yeah, I um, think another one of the things that they were mentioning. I don't know if it's like really big news, but uh, the king in waiting, William, said his wife Kate Middleton is appalled by Prince Harry over the memoir of the spare. There were some nice quotes that I saw referring to her about like how they were really good friends and you know, they had good giggles together, but apparently there were some not nice things as well. But again, truth is truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, move on. Oh, somebody being mean over there? You guys, you guys get into argument over there, guys? All right, you want to move on, Mr. Jesse? Yep. We are Do you know what Stomp is, Mr. Jesse? I've heard of Stomp, yeah, with like the trash cans and all that stuff. Uh huh. So, like, I've seen this. I actually can do this. You know, I play drums. I should be in like a little club when I was like in uh, elementary school, middle school. And we did like Stomp stuff. It was one of the moves they taught us yesterday. It's a good point. Uh, but this is Let's big here news here. Hey, guys. Well, if you have not seen Stomp, you're not going to probably be able to see it because the 29-year run in New York City is coming to a close after three decades, Mr. Jesse. It's a cool experience, right? Um, But, I mean, go to any city and you'll see somebody doing this on the side of the street. Street. I can see this right now on the the strip, but it's something cool about seeing it in, like, a, a purposeful way, you know? in a more artistic format but it's, it's it's cool and it's high energy i like it um someone else that i know you really like mr jesse um let's take a little break and we'll be back and i want to tell you about some golden globes apparently the golden globes happened last night oh i didn't even know Fear not. this is the doctor grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of I know you like Jennifer Coolidge, and we watched The White Lotus, Jesse. Oh, wow, um, she's great. Apparently, she won for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, did she? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge makes White Lotus creator Mike White cry um, in the Golden Globe speech. You want to see her speech right here? I do. You, you're going to recognize this guy. See this guy right here? Look at this guy on screen. He's the creator, apparently, of The White Lotus. Um, he played like the brother... In that Jack Black movie, he's like his friend in the School of Rock, and he's his, he's his roommate. They call him like Schleppy or something. I don't know why I pulled him out of my ass. I've seen the School of Rock way too many times, apparently. But here, let's see what Jennifer Coolidge has to say. Mike White. I, um, I just, you know, I just, truly, I, you know, I just want you all to know that I had such big 
dreams and expectations as a younger person. But what happened was they, you know, they get sort of fizzled by life or whatever. And I mean, I thought I was going to be queen of Monaco, even though someone else did it. But I, you know, I had these giant ideas, you know. And then you get older, and you're bullshit can happen. And I just want to say, um, Mike White, you have given me hope for just you've given me a new beginning. Even this is the end because you did kill me off, but it doesn't matter because. Even if this is the end, you sort of changed my life in a million different ways. My neighbors are speaking to me, things like that. And, and, <laughs> She's great. No, I mean it. None of those people. I was never invited to one party on my hill, and now everyone's inviting me. And, um, and I just, you know, it's to you, Mike White, and I just want to say this is something all of you know. If you, if you don't know Mike White, this is what you should know. It's like he's worried he's about the world, he's worried about people. He's worried about friends of his that aren't doing well, or if they're doing, he's always worried about people. You're worried about animals. You see that guy wearing a dress? Just, um, mm. He really is one of the greatest people I've ever met. I mean, he gives me so much excitement to be. You, you, you make people want to live longer, and I didn't. So anyway, I just want to say, <laughs> Mike White. I love her. She must be cursing. Mike, I love you, Nick. Dave Brunel, I love you. I just want to say, um, this is a fun night. Thank you. One fucking fun night. It's not because She's the amazing. gays know theater. It's because the gays just know how to do stuff. You know? I mean, they're survivors. And a surprising... For some reason, they're always obsessed with me. Love her, Jesse. Uh, yeah, I didn't Who want else to interrupt we got? her. I just heard she was still talking. I was like, ooh, I better shut up. <laughs> Who else you got? Who else so you I was going to say, in a little bit of an upset, because this person has literally taken over social media and has been a talk of the town, Jenny Ortega. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was up for actress in a musical or comedy TV series. Wednesday. For Wednesday. She didn't win her award yesterday. She actually lost it to... Quinita Burson from Abbott Elementary. Abbott. People talk about and that show and here's love another, that show. Here's another thing you're going to be very upset about. I hate crap like that. So this. Pinocchio like won last night. Not the Disney one. The Disney one. No, it didn't. It did. No, it didn't. The yep. one with Tom Hanks? It did. No, it didn't. I don't know how For that what? happened. What's the category? Know. Worst animated I, film of all time? Let me go. Let me go back. How to make a woke movie ruin a childhood? Best animated feature film. Are you serious? It was the Disney one or not the new one? Guillermo de Toro won this on Netflix. Oh, maybe it was that one. There's two Pinocchios? Yes. There's a new one, this Guillermo de Toro. That guy, you like, I can't say the name because I'm, but not the Oh, most... yeah, you're right. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm about to say, like, they need to go back to the drawing board and do that again. <laughs> what about um, Jeremy Allen, Jesse? Do you even know who Jeremy Allen is if uh, I say G- that name? Jeremy Allen White. Is that a name? Yeah, Jeremy Allen from... White? I don't know. I wasn't yeah. sure if you would know. He won from the Bear, and he is from what show? He's Shameless. Shameless, the oldest brother my, in Shameless. One of my favorite TV shows. The one that's kind of sexy and ripped, you know. Uh-huh. He definitely grew into Still his sexy look. And ripped. He like he kind of was kind of funk, fungly, fugly. What's that word? Funny, funny, fuckly looking. I don't know. He was weird looking, and now he's more fucky looking. He was more fugly looking, now he's more fucky looking. How about that? Is that good? That go. right? <laughs> well, so he won for the Bear. We watched that. That was good. It was really good, actually. We I were hoping he'd come back pretty soon. And um. Cage the Elephant singer, apparently, Jesse, arrested weapons charges in hotels in a hotel in New York City. Matt 
There's another Schlutz, 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 another weird name. Matt Schlutz, 39 years old, arrested Tuesday after police were called to investigate. Priest. <laughs> police were called Extra. to investigate a report of a person with a firearm in Manhattan's, what's this, Bowery Hotel? Interesting. You just wave around a gun in the hotel? Speaking about waving things around in a hotel. So Wizards of Waverly's place. <laughs> Dan Benson explains why he moved into adult entertainment. I love this one. So this guy, like, I didn't watch Wizards of Waverly Place. And, like, I, don't, I doubt you probably did either. It wasn't, like, it was kind of, I was too old to care about that. But, like, I still would, you know, you, you cruise through Disney Channel when you're still, like, 15 years old. And you, like, might click it and be like, oh, this is crap. Turn it off. But I guess the dude... I mean, he is ripped looking, but his, he's kind of, his face is weird looking, you know what I'm saying? He's kind of strange looking, I think, you know. But um, this 35-year-old, apparently he's just doing it on OnlyFans now, Jesse. This is a Selena Gomez co-star? Oh, so that's where she got, I wasn't sure. So Selena Gomez came from Wizard to Waverly Place? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, she's like, he's like, this guy says, obviously, I didn't want them out there, he continued. But as you can imagine, that was pretty difficult, a pretty difficult task. I ended up almost losing my job later in life because of that after I kind of retired from acting. So this guy's just going for it. Do it, dude, whatever. Whatever you need to pay them bills, right, happy. Mr. Jesse? Mm, it's rough. How about we take a little break and I tell you uh, a few good ways to live a healthier life in 2023, Mr. Jesse. Sounds good. KBUT, the Butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. I know earlier I was going through my tarot cards. I was doing a little reading for you, and you asked me about the magician and, uh, you know, what that was. And the magician is all about manifesting. It's like Oprah, the secret. If you will it from the universe, you will receive it. That's all bullshit, obviously. But um, this first thing on here says, go above and beyond manifesting. Don't just want it and think it's going to come to you. I tell my sister this. Don't just sit in North Carolina and think some attractive, worldly man is going to come find you in North Carolina. You got to go somewhere else, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It's like Mm -hmm. you can't just sit in your box and be like, oh, everything's going to work out great for me. Uh, What do you think about that, Jesse? I agree. You got to work towards what what goals and aspirations you have in life. And number two, I love this one. Up your recovery game. It's so true. You know, I I noticed myself today. I was going to tell you this later on, but like, remember how I've been experimenting with that new weed that gives me uh, like really good headache relief like i take like a puff and it's just like gone and you fall asleep i fall and i don't yeah that's, that's a problem see like i have to i'm learning that's what i'm about to tell you i've learned how to microdose with that because you remember that one time when i put together that exercise equipment and i had accidentally had the wrong little smoky and it i was very productive but i was an angry person this new strain that helps me with my headache it makes me kind of in a good mood and gets me on a productive path but if I have too much, it's just... <laughs> what did I say when you found me passed I out that day? You. I see you. <laughs> what is this try cold water therapy? Yeah, see, some I of these. I like all that. I'm not going to lie. Some of these I skipped. But I will say when I go to like the gym or when I go to like the spa, they have like the hot 
tubs and the cold tubs. And it is invigorating, like, you know, like they say to take a cold shower. Like, sometimes if it's really hot here in Vegas, at the end of my shower, I'll kind of turn it down to cold and have a little cold shower blast. What is get ear seating? I don't even know what that okay, means. Okay, see, some of these I, I was going to skip, like that one. But the one that I really liked on this list, Jesse, was stacking your habits. Okay. So th- we've talked about this, but I've never heard a word for it. It's like what I do before I like do a little exercise before the shower. You turn on the shower, wait for the water to heat up. It takes like five minutes. So do a little mini workout. Like, habit stacking is when you identify an existing habit, then stacking an intended new behavior on top of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and for that's example, what I if to do you have recently. an existing habit of drinking a coffee every morning at 6 a.m. and want to start exercising daily, the morning coffee acts as your cue mm-hmm. to start the new habit yes, of yes. working out, which I do that. I do that too. Like, so soon we get that new coffee machine, you just press a button basically and it does it for you. So while that's doing its little business and the dogs are outside doing their business, I unload the dishwasher. And by the time I'm done putting the stuff away, the coffee's usually done. It's just kind of about finding my, my those problem is times. actually waking up early enough to where I have the time to actually do the workout. So I do, by the time I wake up, and I have my coffee. I do want to work out, but I don't have any time to do that anymore because I have to go to work. Yeah, I wanted to do the show this morning. We might start doing little mini shows some days in the morning when we get up early, just so it's not so much because it tends to be so much content if we wait, Mr. Jesse. Oh, people love the content. It's all <laughs> the about the content. It's like Fight Club over here again. Fight Club, Fight Club. What are you guys doing? All right, Mr. Jesse, can we get into some new, new news? Sure. Not on January 6th, but on January 9th, this report says apparently they had some issues in Brazil, Jesse. Um, the president, was it Bolsonaro? What is that? Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro. So I guess he was so the president had, that was had that an, lost, uh, right? They had an election. Their mm-hmm. former president was very Trump-like. And so they've had recently their own January 6th type of events that have taken place with people that are calling election fraud and fake mm. it says Sound um, familiar at all to yeah to right us? i know seriously it's kind of it's kind of interesting right i guess uh i guess their capital is called brasilia brasilia yeah i guess uh, brazilian authorities detained 1500 supporters of the former president who participated in the riots they broke into i guess all the branches of government it was very beautiful buildings too when you it doesn't look like mm-hmm. kind of ours at all traditional they were kind of more modern um they were clad in green and yellow and there was like thousands of them mm-hmm. very angry people but i mean is that going to do any good <laughs> or is it still going to you know the guy's still going to be president the yeah, other guy right president. um this is a good story mr jesse i thought this was fascinating um this is not what i wanted to put we're in not talking honest. about the 1.35 billion dollar mega jackpot we are but this was not supposed to be the right article because i wanted to ask you about what you think about matt gates's proposal to keep the cameras in c-span they're talking about keeping the cameras in like you they think should keep the they cameras could in. should right so people can see what's going on yeah 
Instead of like, um, you know, just ditching them. But yes, let's talk about Mega Millions. I have never bought a lottery ticket. And I learned recently that it's not even legal here in Nevada. We, they just, we don't have lottery here. Well, yeah. no, you can't buy it. But I guess somebody's going to win. I don't know. And accounting. 1.3. But didn't we just do this? Like, if we keep doing this, like, everybody's going to be a billionaire one day. <laughs> one would hope. <laughs> We got a fun Bumble story, Jesse. I feel How, like he's... Did you say fun? This is a fun one. I love this How one. I called my fun? sister. I called my sister and told her about this one. I was like, Ashley, you hear about this? Usually I feel like these stories come from Grindr, to be honest. <laughs> but oh, the um, traits are the crazy ones. I thought Bumble was supposed to be that app that's safer because the girls are in control. Um, but apparently not in this situation. A Texas man is charged for uh, keeping a woman five days kidnapping kidnapping a woman and keeping her for five and assaulting days her. and assaulting her apparently even with a screwdriver yeah um this guy is 21 years old he's arrested last month and booked on these charges he i guess just started chatting with this girl on bumble she came over i guess he bit the girl all yeah, kinds so of crazy he looks like a meth to, head he brought her back to her his houston apartment and there when she refused to have sex with him immediately he tied her up and, and just restrained her and kept them kept her in his apartment for five days hmm. and abused hit her assaulted her apparently he was released on fifteen thousand fifty thousand dollars bond as part of the condition and he's not allowed to come more than 200 feet oh how, how no, no, right? of the judge mm. i know right it's do something more to me doesn't it? do more people right i know do well, the better. girl she just managed Sorry. to escape on the 29th of December, when Mills left the apartment, and according to the report, she gathered up her clothes and ran out the door and contacted the first person she came across in the apartment building. You would think in a, like an apartment building, somebody would hear you screaming, right? Unless it's just think about the apartment building this guy probably lives in, you know? Yeah. And and not just I'm not blaming the victim here, but if you're the type of girl that would even go to a meet up with a guy that looks like that, I kind of wonder about you myself, to be honest. How about this mysterious robbery in New York City? The old bait and switch distraction trick, Mr. Jesse. Mm -hmm. So I guess these uh, trio went up to one of those money trucks and two of the guys appeared to approach the driver and ask him for directions. And uh, while the other two the other just helped themselves to the money, Mr. Jesse, they I guess. They stole the stuffle bag? Uh, third, the third man snatched $300,000 from the vehicle's bumper and vanished. Wow. <laughs> the driver was making cash drops around 1 p.m. at a Chase Bank in Brooklyn. That's you, Jesse. They're taking your money. Mm. So three uh, suspects fled the scene on foot. And are still on the run from police. Makes you kind of think it's easier to do and get away with that than you think. <laughs> no, I'm not taking my chances. And another New York story. It looks like former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani, has been subpoenaed. And uh, Trump's having a good day right now because of Biden's issues. Oh, and they also found today more documents in another office. I don't know if you heard about that. Like, within an hour, they've already, they've found, I guess, apparently they already found these things. And it's just now coming out. Like, a lawyer found found them. And then again, they found some more. But what it's just going to show is, like, 
maybe this is more prevalent. But what's not prevalent is not turning them over it's when refusing asked. to turn over the documents. Or the attention and the malice of doing it hidden and doing it to try to keep them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's there's a, there's an accident. And I think there's also something different well, I mean, being at the... The, the, the special prosecutors mm-hmm. and also the archive, which keeps these documents, said, you know, just turn over the documents. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. The issue is not turning them over when requested. And I think, too, there's a difference in a secure think, think tank, Joe Biden pen center versus a hotel. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion on that, though. We'll take a little break, and Jesse, I got another Brian in the news. Uh-oh. We got another homicidal Brian. Leave all the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. Well, a Massachusetts man, Jesse, named Brian, (laughs) uh, apparently he killed his wife. Allegedly, um, he made all these search searches how to dispose of a 150 pound body. He went to Home Depot, bought a bunch of tape and plastic bags and zip ties and lids to go on buckets and cleaning supplies. Doesn't four, sound guilty four, at all. Four hundred fifty dollars in cleaning supplies, Jesse. But um, before we go any further, would you flip to the next story right here where it says this person's name and maybe you can say the name for me? Eliza Dushku. Okay, yeah, and click that and look at this girl. Mm-hmm. You see the girl? I know her. She's an actress, right? Yeah, okay, now go back to your previous story, if you can. And look at the picture of the woman. They are identical. I wish I could... Let me pull one up on the screen for you. Because... The, do you see it? I don't see the picture of the woman. Let me find it. Anna Wash is her name. Because it's Brian Wash. Anna, W-A-L-S-H-E. Okay. Look at this woman. Does she look identical to that actress? Tell me she does not. Oh, see, they, they have... uh, I don't think it does. Oh, come no, on. I, I see that I picture I think she looks here. like... Right here. That's... that. You don't think she looks exactly like that actress? No. I think she does. I think she looks identical. Is that really throwing me off? Well, this lady, apparently she dead, but they can't find a body. So how do you prove murder if there's no body? I guess that's the issue. It's like the movie, that movie we just saw. I know, right? No body, no murder. They got two kids. You know, it's like, it's, it's crazy, right? Um, apparently, Brian Walsh, 46, um, was, he was arraigned on Monday in charge of misleading police investigation in connection with the disappearance of his 39-year-old wife, Anna Walsh, who has not been seen since the early morning hours of New Year's Day. Mm. Is it like he wanted to start a... Start off fresh in fresh the year. Shouldn't laugh, it's not funny. It made me think about that TV show we watched, The Woman of Dead. 
The mm-hmm. woman where she that had was like a good show. she was chopping up the bodies. Did we finish it or is there more? We did. We did finish it. it. Sometimes I forget. You know, you fell asleep. I, I might have. It was good though. I really enjoyed it. But she like had to chop up the bodies and wrap them up and everything, and get rid of it. It's like you could get rid of it if you wanted to. Well, I mean, it, it helped because she was. Um, what, is, what is it called? Well, she was a um, a mortician. Mortician. So she would bring the bodies back. So this this Netflix show, Woman of the Dead. Something happened to her husband, and then she goes on like a quest for revenge. It's a Figures foreign. Figures out the murder. It's, it's like fig- a six, six episode. Six episodes. It's pretty quick. It's a foreign language film, but the captions, not the captions. The subtitles are the, good. The, not the I subtitles mean, the, either. The audio. The audio. Over. Whatever they do, yeah. The Is audio. I don't over? Know. That's I don't like, know what that's It's called. one of those new technologies that just kind of started, and we're like all like, oh, sure, that's some. But the fact, like 10 years ago, people were like, oh, you can just change a Chinese show to English. People would have been like, you're crazy. Yeah. I don't even know what to call it, but it's a good show. Check it out, people. Check it out. How about a quick little break, Jesse? And I got some fun science news for you. I like science. Don't forget to take your meds. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? The first ever vaccine for honeybees has been approved, Jesse, in the USA by the United States, what is this, USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, is that what that is? That's correct. Oh, well, there we go. Why so do we need honeybee to, vaccine? Well, I mean, because honeybees have been suffering from a foul brood disease, which oh, is my. can destroy a whole colony, and we all know that we need bees to pollinate all the produce that we eat here in the country, so this is actually pretty groundbreaking i don't yeah, know how do they give, amazing how do right? they give the honeybees the vaccine though is it one of it's something that's like goes into the do air they put it in the pollen isn't there wasn't there some weird show we watched and it was like flies or bees and somebody did something to the flies or bees and they like made them go around and spread a disease all over the place like they genetically engineered them i can't yeah, remember I mean, what that this was gonna save a lot of money for for beekeepers that produce a lot of honey as well in the country we need it. We need it, Mr. Jesse. And I know we tried to kind of cover this the other day, but we had such a hard time saying it. But Did I want to go back to something. Oh, sure, so sure. I was going back to bees? So unlike the traditional vaccines like where you get poked, mm-hmm. the honeybee vaccine is, isn't injected with a syringe. Instead, it's mixed into the queen's feed, oh. which the worker bees consume. Interesting. According to the same. So it's just passed down. It's like the mother goes to the mm-hmm. child. It's unique. Well, the UN says the hole in the ozone layer is closing, Jesse. I know we can't say it last time. <laughs> I, I used that as a, a uh, something, a soundbite or something, because it was, I listened back, I was like, God, that was so terrible how we tried to say the hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> you can't say it. Well, <coughs> apparently it's going to be mended by 2066, Jesse. It's good. So there's progress is being made. That's good. Greta Thornburg can just relax and just chill. Um, a once-every-four-year science assessment found recovery in process more than 35 years after the nation in the world, the nations in the world agreed to stop producing chemicals that, uh, I guess, 
cause this to happen. Isn't like it hairspray? the like yeah, the hairspray I was doing the aerosols. Mission. Aerosols. That's what it was. Aerosols. Um, I guess the upper stratosphere and in the old in the ozone hole, we see things getting better. Well, look at that. Who uses that much hairspray nowadays? It's not the '80s people. Mm. You know, be natural. <laughs> We, we got a FDA recommended weight loss drug for children finally, Jesse. You know, kids, everybody be fat nowadays. Fat, fat, fat indeed. But um, children 12 or older who are obese should be offered this medication for weight loss alongside with behavioral counseling, apparently. I mean, I think that's the most important part is behavioral you know, counseling because it's not, it's not just about taking a weight loss drug. It's about learning nutrition and creating healthy mm-hmm. you know, habits with like working out. What I think what's happened is there's been like a so a whole generation that grew up on like kind of quick food and like a lot of parents that didn't cook or didn't cook a lot or thought they were cooking, but like hamburger helpers really not cooking. There's no vegetables in hamburger helper, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, I made dinner. It's hamburger helper. And like the kids grew up and maybe it's like you're starting to realize as you get older that that wasn't healthy either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you want to be better because it's like, you know, nice. I really think that back in the day, they thought things were healthier that were not healthy. Well, people believed more about marketing and packaging. And, it was you more know. you trust things you see. Yeah, you don't trust nothing. Not as nothing. Now indeed. we've learned don't trust Don't anybody. trust anybody. <laughs> What's in those Girl Scout cookies? What are they trying to feed me? Huh, little girl. What, is so- what does Sony have, Mr. Jesse? <laughs> Sony and Honda, Jesse? Is this a car? They're producing an electric vehicle. Oh, my God. It was at CES. Uh, we should have went to see that. It's called the Afila. Interesting. The electric car called the Afila will use technology from Qualcomm, including Snapdragon processors. Interesting. So Sony and Honda kind of created a concept car. It kind of looks like a like an Avalon or something. I don't know. Like a Honda. It's just an interesting looking car. It is interesting it looking. Sony's long-awaited push into electric vehicles shows how uh, manufacturers are increasingly paying attention to the driver's experience. Interesting. Why is my sister calling me right now? Hello, what do you want? We're doing the show right now. Hello. What are you doing? Would you like to say hi? Oh, you're you're having some marijuana. You're trying to show me that. Oh, is it? Okay. You want to say hi to Jesse real quick and I'll call you when we're done? Yeah. Hey, Ash. How are you doing? <laughs> she wants to show you her fancy Breville coffee pot that she got. She thinks it's nicer than ours. She wants to show off. Oh, I like coffee. Oh, not. <laughs> I'm not even asking that. <laughs> All right. Do you want to say anything? I'll call you back in a second. It is fancier. That's what I'm saying. It's nice. And it's nice. Is that a cat? Do I see one of your cats hanging out? I see it. Which one's that? Um, this one's Row. Very nice. Very nice. You're like you're going somewhere. You got your makeup on. Your face on. You're going to a date. How was your date last night? Um, it wasn't last night. It was my birthday. was really good. But no, I just got home from dinner with this girl I met on New Year's. So we became friends. Oh. Well, lovely. Well, don't hang up with any Bryans. Apparently, they're all murderers. Yeah, all the Brian's are murderers nowadays. The Brian Laundry, the other Brian, this other guy killing his wife. <laughs> all right, I'll call you back. 
All right, bye. All right, there we go. I thought it was maybe emergency. Hmm. <laughs> well, Jesse, would you give your kid a weight loss drug if they were like obese? Like my sister was never fat. I was never fat, but we always been like we were always like grew up kind of worrying about our weight and stuff. Like it was always talked about in our house. Like don't be fat, stuff like that. You know? <laughs> would you like give your? I don't know if I would give my kid a. I think I would. I think I might try to. Um, I think I might try to like do something else before I pop some medicine in my kid, even if they were fat. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, I think it depends on their health conditions and whether or not they're actually, you know, you can tell your kids to eat all they want, but if they're not, if they're eating foods at school, if they're not supposed yeah. to. But if you're packing depends. the food and schools should be serving healthier food too. And like, if you're a parent and you have a kid that has that problem, you should be able to go to school and be like, Hey, my kid needs to eat a special diet and they should Support that because it's ultimately for the health of the kid, you know? School's got so many other things to do than worry about your diet. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, they, sh- they should be more – I think schools should be more involved in those kind of things and less involved in what books kids are reading. But that's just my opinion. How about some local Las Vegas news, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. My sister is in Charlotte. That always pops up on these lists as one of the healthiest and most active cities, but apparently not this year because on this list of where you should live if you want to get healthy and stay healthy, Honolulu ranked number one, second San Francisco, third New York, following along Chicago, fourth, and in fifth place, Las Vegas. There we go. And apparently North Las Vegas came in at 100. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's on the list. It's on the list. We have gotten crazy amounts of snow and rain and everything here, right, Jesse? Like, it's it's rained for like three days. I had to give the dogs. I had to give the dogs two baths yesterday because they were just coated coated in mud and just, oh, gross. So gross indeed. Um, There is a concert coming up, Jesse, to the Brooklyn Bowl. Um, but it's it's not it's not the actual boy bands obviously, but it's like a boy band bash in sync, Backstreet oh, it's Boys. Just, it's a DJ. It's a DJ, but Back- it's only like fourteen dollars. It could be fun. Possibly. If we have nothing else going on this weekend, that might be an option of a little fun activity. It's a cool place. They have the bowling alley there and everything. All right, let me take a little break, and I want to see if I can show you a video and ask you what you think about this crazy mom, Jesse. Hmm. The Doctor Whoever Project, safer than an x-ray, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor Whoever. Like, 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 Lande. You've been prepping all year for this one day. You've been beating, you've been sewing, every feather, every stone, and every inch of every corner. Now your grandma, my grandma. We got Las Vegas parents suing the school, Jesse, over X-rated book. But it wasn't really like a book. It was like a, a memoir or like a speech or something. Um, and also, this is at a 
kind of theater kind of school, I believe, a performing arts school so of some kind. So let's just be clear. So the passage was actually was actually written by another student. Yes, and it so created they probably atmosphere. Wrote their own stories or plays, and then. The other person was supposed to read you it. You took acting. It. Yeah, that's right. You took acting in college, right? Yeah, like, but still, I mean, this is in, inappropriate for high school. And the teacher should have read, like, what the students read. And But I feel like you might get a pass because it's a performing arts school, right? It's the Las Vegas Academy of Arts. Like, I feel like if you're going to those kind of a school, you are more mature. You are the cream of the crop. You should be able to hear the word dick in a book. And not like freak out about it. I have a, I have a news article. You want to hear this? It's, look, it's, I think it's funny. Sure. A video gone viral on TikTok is generating buzz, but for not the reasons you might think. The clip was recorded during a recent CCSD meeting, and now an investigation is underway. I'm going to read an assignment given to my 15-year-old daughter at a local high school. Kendra Evans appears she's so to be broken up. as she stands before the Clark County School District Board last week. The mother claiming her daughter was upset about what her high school teacher assigned her to memorize in front of her class and sharing a portion with the board. I don't love you. It's not you. It's just I don't like your Dick. CCSD board members quickly stopped the public comment over the derogative language <laughs> and the mic is turned off. That moment captured on social media on a popular TikTok page claiming adults can't handle hearing this content, yet they readily give it to kids in school. In the original So page, that was the thing that was said. So it's like, okay, wait, so like I can't come on here and read you this at the school board meeting, but you're allowing it to be read in your school? That was silly. They should have like let the mom read the passage and taken it as a serious thing. To be honest, that's what I think it and this story is the silliest thing. Um, not to mention the parents just making trouble for their kid. For the rest of their life, this kid's gonna be associated with this court case, you know. Just let it go. Causing more trouble and it's worth people. I'll let you do the next one. We got another fun Las Vegas story, Jesse. It's a little scary, I think. What do we got? What's Universal doing around here? So the creators of Universal Studios' iconic Halloween Horror Nights attraction have announced a New Year round the year horror experience in Las Vegas. So according to a news release, the concept will bring to life Universal's vast library of classic horror films cool. and today's most terrifying tales. It's going to open up right across from Area 15. It's a good spot for it. Yep. I just don't yeah. know, like, I feel like Halloween, yes, but I guess if you're coming here and you're looking for something to do, there are so many people that are into, like, horror and stuff like that, and if it is more targeted to, like, specific movies, you know, like, people really in there into movies and stuff, like, The Exorcist, I don't know if that's a universal, but that's, like, a famous horror movie. That could be, I could see how that could be interesting. Yeah, I used to go to Fright Fest at Universal Studios all the time. Oh, yeah. They did a, a really again, good job. At, at Halloween, though, you know? At Halloween, like, I don't, but I mean, but, this is one of those places where people come from all over the yeah, world. Halloween could be where anytime, Universal Studios doesn't exist. I agree. So this could be something that they enjoy. Maybe it could lead to like a theme park or something. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be nice. All right, I got two updates for you, Mister Jesse. How about that? Sounds good. Get them all, yeah. Everybody up, love me look, yeah. Get them all. 
Well, Damar Hamlin is out of the hospital. He was released from Cincinnati Hospital one week after collapsing, um, where everybody saw it and we all like you know went crazy and everybody kind of lost their brain for a little bit. Um, I guess it was weird to see somebody kind of drop dead on a sports field of some kind. Live on TV. Live on TV, but he did survive, but nobody really knew that. Mr. Cody, you're so cute with that ball. You want somebody to throw that ball for yeah, you? So see, Hamlin was a hospital ball. since he first experienced cardiac arrest on the field during the Bills' Week 17 game against the Bengals on January 2nd. And this is one of those stories where – the whole nation became oh, yeah. involved in what had happened on the field. His jersey became so traumatic the to see something like this. Number one selling jersey apparently mm-hmm. right now on Fanatics. Um, somebody made an interesting point on another show I was watching. It was like, I wonder how long it took them to like get that gear off him to like start doing CPR. Like you know, I mean, they, they like do they have probably, easy ways to do that? Yeah, there's easy I'm ways sure to take they it off. Rip, because I mean, that does everybody's saying that that's the reason he's doing as good as he's doing because of. The rapid speed, the rapid response, the sources they had, the um, materials they had, the education they had, everything. And what you're going to see is you're going to start seeing parents all over this country want that at their elementary school, their middle school, their high school, for their children to be participating in these sports too. Because every parent of a child that does any kind of active sports just had the scariest thing they've ever seen probably, you know. There's people all over there. Like, I, I see it on Facebook. Like, oh, I'm not going to let my kid do football or blah, 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 blah anymore. So, interesting there, right? Very interesting. Um, some other people were saying that the actual protection gear, the helmet and the, and the shoulder pads, are more detrimental because the players use them kind of like to target with. And they're coming with more force because they're protected than they might be if they were not protected. Because this is the yeah, guy that did the tackle. Sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, if maybe if you were just wearing a leather little thing on your head and a T-shirt, you might not, you know, run full speed and try to throw your full body at somebody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What else we got? I think we have another update, Mr. Jesse. So we have another update about the six-year-old school shooter. And I haven't heard this one. Can I play the article, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, please play because I don't know too much about this. I don't this. either. And I'm shot, I'm shot, call 911. We only thought it was um, somewhere on her hand, maybe. But after looking further, she passed out on the floor. Um, and then after looking further, we noticed that there was another gunshot wound. Lawanda Rusk, a grandparent of two boys who attends Richnet, came to the school early to pick up her first grader and kindergartner. But little did she know, just moments later, a six-year-old would gun down a teacher. Myself and the receptionist stayed pretty much mostly to her side because um, we know the administrators had to do what they needed to do to make sure all of the children were safe. Did you help get Abby CPR? I didn't do CPR, but yes, I did help put pressure on her wounds. Yes, I was there. This all happening in the school office before first responders were able to get to Zwerner. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I'm not a med. I, don't, I didn't know what to do, but I just instinct. Worrying not only for Zwerner, but for her two boys' safety. He was in the classroom beside her, beside the classroom where the gunshot was, and he heard the gunshot. They heard the gunshot. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's insane. 
Like, this is WRL, which I only know because I'm from North Carolina. This is out of Raleigh. WRL is Raleigh. So this must be somewhere somewhere close to the Raleigh, North Carolina in Virginia. I know what I said it the other day. You still not know the location of the school? No, no, it's in Virginia. I said the other day I said Florida, but I was wrong. It okay. was it's not Florida. It's Virginia. They said it in the article. Um, Newport News, Virginia. Newport News, Virginia. Come on, Mr. Cody, if you want to come up here. It's okay. You can come up here, Mr. Cody. But yeah, I mean, people have tons of guns in Virginia and North Carolina. It's one of those places that it's like... I mean, it's one know, of those places where I think it I makes sense to have a gun. Does like it? When if, well, I mean, if I lived in the woods or somewhere <laughs> where there they was... they don't. That's the thing. Like, these people are living in, like, neighborhoods called Rainbow Hills. I'm saying Hills if I lived in the, in the woods. But it's not, though. But it's not people live in the woods. Like, it's it's people that want to pretend like they live in the woods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't, you know, you might go hunting every once in a while, but whatever. This parent's going to get in trouble. That's what's going to happen. This mom's going to be going to jail. What do you think? No, we'll have to I'm not see. saying she should. But I'm, I'm saying she's lucky the teacher's alive is what it is. They're all, they're all should be thinking they're stars that this, this teacher survived this, Mr. Jesse. Well, let's talk about staying alive. Let's go to the, some food news. Let's do it, Mr. Jesse. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day, Krusty Another day, servicing the masses. We all lose the diet every now and then. It is so hard to just keep on track. And every year there's all these studies that come out that tell about like how you should be eating. And it always comes down to the same thing. Less processed foods, more fruits and vegetables. Like I have a smoothie every day, but I don't I might not get my I probably get my fruit. I might not get all my vegetables every day. You know, I I try. I know you love carrots. You probably you definitely get your vitamin K. Is that what's in carrots? Vitamin A, I don't know. What's in carrots? I don't know if you eat too many carotene. There's carotene. Yeah, you turn orange. Vitamin K. But um, then we talk about the Mediterranean diet with fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and nuts, Mr. Jesse. We can also have healthy fats, some dairy, moderate alcohol, and chicken fish refined. How moderate? I mean, wine, red wine, every now and then. You know, it's like... I think drinking is one of those things it's it's better to have like a drink or two a day than like ten drinks every Saturday. But that's mm-hmm. it's not realistic, you know. Definitely need more legumes. Legumes, definitely more legumes. Hummus is basically legumes in a blended form. It is. Mr. Cody's licking your orange wrapper over there. Um I just put this in here because I want to make these. I haven't made these in years. Twice baked potatoes. Do you like these? Where it's like the potato and you take the potato out and you put it back in and oh, you like you I bake it. I love anything potato, French fries. It's like it's almost like a little mini baked potato, and you like you bake it, and it almost turns like a little French fry. It's mm-hmm. so good. God, it's so fucking good. Flavor. I need more flavor. Well, if you are trying to lose weight, you should be eating more citrus fruits, berries, and what is this? Carnivorous vegetables, Jesse. I've never heard of that. Have you? But I got something Cruciferous new. Cruciferous. I got something new. Look at this. Cruciferous. Cruciferous. I just said. Cruciferous. Oh, there we go. It's what does things, that mean? It's things that like broccoli and stuff like that that actually kale. 
Yeah, mm. they can remove plaque from your your mm. your veins. If my if, see if my smoothie's green, I just don't want it. I don't want a green smoothie. I just don't. Want, it's gross. But I, I'll eat. I like avocado, potatoes. You love potatoes, so potatoes mm. are good. See, potatoes are a good healthy like filler. They kind of help fill you up. It's like an apple. When I was younger, I would eat like an apple every time before I would eat a meal. I'd have an apple, just kind of like you know, <laughs> hold you over a little bit. Avocado always makes it less sauce. Love avocado. And I learned recently dogs can have avocado in small, small portions because yeah. I had to look up if they were allowed to have, have smoothies it. or not. Because I, I always put the almond milk in the smoothies. And dogs, almond milk, very healthy indeed. I hope uh, orange pill is on the list. Orange pill, yeah. I don't think he's going to eat the orange pill. He's but. not. <laughs> How about we zip through the rest of the news, Mr. Jesse? Let's do it. It happened on one of them zippity doodah days. Now that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity doodah, zippity My oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine in my way. Zippity doodah, zippity I finally learned my board better, Mr. Jesse. I know where all my buttons are. Because like, all these new things were coming in. It's like every show, there's like a new button. And then, I know like, where your buttons are. Too. Now, I know. It's very easy to push, push my push buttons. buttons. Very easy to push my buttons. Well, something that helps my bush, my buttons. <laughs> my bush. <laughs> I'm looking at the dog. I don't know why. I'm just seeing you, I'm just seeing you rub his old belly, and I got belly in my head. He's so cute over there, just distracting me. Well, speaking of cute things. Marijuana in Connecticut. <laughs> Is that the transition you're trying uh-huh. to get to? Uh, so like uh, like my sister smoking right now. Every once in a while you need a little smoky to spring it down. And in, in uh, Connecticut, the first recreational cannabis sales for adults 21 and older kicked off this past Tuesday, Jesse. Tuesday. Tuesday. If you choose on Tuesday to get some marijuana, uh, by the end of the day, state regulators reported more than $250,000 in sales. Generated in the first seven hours. <laughs> it says, uh, while dozens of people waited in line outside some dispensaries Tuesday morning to be the first customers, there wasn't a huge crush of patrons seen in some states during the early days of legalized marijuana. At some dispensaries, patients were urged to place orders online and pick them up at certain times. As many as 40 dispensaries, as long as dozens of other canna- cannabis-related businesses, are expected to open in Connecticut by the end of the year, oh, Mr. They'll be Jesse. popping up left and right just like oh, yeah. in Vegas. It's like candy shops. You see more weed shops than you do donut, donut you shops. You know, it's a matter of time before people start getting comfortable and advertising starts kicking in. Oh, yeah. Those, those things, those lines would be ridiculous. In San Diego... It really helped billboard advertisement. Like every billboard you saw, you must not be able to advertise on the radio for like marijuana. But there's billboards Probably everywhere. It's federally, uh... yeah, billboards all over the place. You sneezy, Mr. Cody. It's a sneezy, oh, sneezy wheezy. Well, Mr. Matt Gates, Jesse, we kind of touched on this earlier. I'm not sure what the other article in there I had was. It must have been a slippy, slippery finger one. But um, Matt Gates, a Republican. From Florida is introducing an amendment to the House rules this past Tuesday to allow the C-SPAN cameras on the chamber floors all the time, Jesse. Not, we like quite, that, though, right? Yeah, we do, but I'm not quite too sure the rest of the Republicans are going to be on No, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And what about how to block spam calls? I know we all worry about this. Scam calls are all... I don't even answer my phone anymore because it's all scam. 
Um, apparently, 24% of adults 16 and older fell victim to some kind of scam. That's a lot of people, Jesse. Mm-hmm. I just go I in and like... I remember puppy scam from a few years ago. Puppy scam. Every time I go in, I just like... I just do the thing where I like block it, or I I have my uh, phone I, where it. Like, I had blocks one it. where I blocked it, and they just called from like seven different numbers, and I blocked all seven of them. It was, it was coming to the point where it was like this is ridiculous. And I know sometimes uh, you have a problem with my phone where I where I don't answer, Jesse. But um, would you like to know how to force your loved ones to answer their iPhone when it I rings? I know how. I how, know how, how? To do this. You can, there can change a setting so when your phone will go through. Yes, even it if says, it's on silent. You can change it on manual or schedule it to turn on automatically at certain times of the day. It often use it to go to the bed, of course, blah, 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 blah. But um, on your phone control settings, I guess you just like have to pick certain people. So you could like have like a certain person people. that always come through. Is that what you did? You made yourself a favorite? That is what I did. I'll never My get... calls will be answered. I'll never get a good new nap again. Never. <laughs> All right, well, it's again, Mr. Jesse. Let's I will take, not be filtered out. Let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap it up for the day. How Sounds about good. that, Mr. Jesse? This is the Doctor Whoever Project. For your own safety, strap in and put those thumbs to work. Find it all at DrWhoever.com. <laughs> How do we save this water, Jesse, that is uh, flowing in everywhere? How do we how do we harness it? Because it seems would, like there needs to be water capture. Yeah. It seems areas. like maybe that it's not the problem we're not getting enough rain in certain places. Maybe it's we're just getting a lot of rain at certain times and then we use water in an average way throughout the year, but then rain only comes in these large chunks and then we have nowhere to store it. Seems like that's more of the problem, right? We're, like there's certain reservoirs, like here in mm-hmm. Lake Mead and. Uh, but I mean, shouldn't Lake should Powell. there be more? You know. Well, I mean, there should be a way to where this water is captured and recycled and filtered and reused again, reclaimed. So the issue is that there isn't, you know, capturing systems in place for a lot of the places that do receive rain. Apparently, they need to help it recharge the groundwater. It says like. I guess the There's natural wells as well. And I guess but I guess the ground's so dry that it can't reach the ground to like be saved. Is that what it is? So here's the thing. So when it's extremely dry, the water I mean the, the soil actually almost becomes like a rock like as opposed to just absorbing. So instead of it absorbing into the reservoir, it actually just stays on top and floods. And so it just hmm. goes into the, the wastewater instead of actually going into the, to the dirt in the soil. There was somebody I saw on the news yesterday had to be res- rescued from... He's fine. Just let him chew it. It's fine. It's just paper towel. They love chewing up paper towels, especially with orange peels on them. Somebody had to be rescued from their car from Santa Clarita, where you used to live, Mr. Jesse. Used to live. Um, it, but I guess many climate experts are saying that they need to be using these levees to help kind of root the water in an appropriate way to prevent the flooding 
during the wet season because they're losing so much of that water and it's not seeping into the ground to go into those underground aquifers. So it's like, it does kind of make you wonder if it's such a big problem, you know, they could have figured out some way to fix it by now, I feel like. If it was... I mean, there's a lot of... You could put little dams and aquifers all over the place. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but it costs a lot, a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. So it must not be that big of an issue. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you have one... You know, party that thinks that global warming is an issue and issues need to be addressed. Then you have one party that's a climate denier. How do you actually get things moving when you have, you know, you know things change? As you said, one president does this, the next president goes in and turns it over. Tis true. One Congress does this, the next Congress goes in and changes everything. So Tis where do you true. actually get change unless you're on the same page and you actually well, believe in the same That's what I mean. Things. Like once it's actually a disaster and we're not going to have water and people are going to be thirsty, then they'll go through and try to figure something out. That's the thing, you know. It must and not be that big of a problem. Yeah, more it will. Yes, it will. And it'll be like one of those movies you see where we're trying to save the planet, you know. Mm-hmm. Starring us. Starring here. Us. I'll start us. These moon masters. Silence. I had a little minor meltdown the other day when I got I got a order that came in the mail and it was one of those Phillips Hue lights that I'd be so excited for to put up in the ceiling, measured it, got it all ready. Your birthday present. Birthday present. I go to put it in. Not the right little cord. Not the right thing. Some weird little orange tab. Never seen it. Never heard it from it. No way to find out what it is. I'm like, throw in the box. I'm having my little meltdown. Fucking piece of shit. Goddamn. Nothing ever works. Return it. Return it. It's ruined. Life is terrible. I hate my life. This is nothing ever works. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going through my whole little thing I do. The same routine you always go through when things don't work. But... What do we end up doing? Mr. Wonderful Jesse goes on Phillips and chats with somebody I would have never even thought to do that. And you found out that all I need is this little simple thing that I already ordered and it came today, Mr. Jesse. There it is. Well, we're going to be if doing there some. there is a problem, there is a solution. You're the problem solvers caucus around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, apparently we'll be doing some electrical work. It's in your future, Jesse, so mm-hmm. get ready to be zapped. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up for the day? Sure, let's wrap it up. All right, I want to tell you about a lineup of a new concert coming, but um, we'll get to that here shortly. Um, how about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. And then I think we got Jay-Z on the Broken Hip Hop wrap-up coming Uh-oh. up. Okay, okay. All right. Man. All right, what do we got? Red Hop, Chili Peppers, Lizzo, and Jay-Z coming up. All right, this is the Doctor Who Have a Project. We'll be right back. local Las Vegas radio, Dr. Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at drwhoever.com.
Well, there is a Napa Valley Bottle Rocket Festival coming up 2023 here. They just released their lineup, Jesse, and we got Lizzo and the Red Hot Chili Peppers kicking it off with Little Nas X and the Smashing Pumpkins, followed by Carly Rae Jepsen herself. Oh. Actually, kind of good mix, to be honest, you know. I actually like that. Nobody in there I really like amazingly, but I kind of like them all, like, a little bit. Does that make sense? Post Malone's in there, too. Would you go see that? Not my favorite lineup, but yeah, it's okay. It's better than Coachella. Did you see the Coachella lineup? I am excited about that. It was Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Rosalia. Black Pink, maybe, was in yeah, there. Yeah, it's a good like lineup. super, super boring and lame. I guess they the whole thing is they did a, a news release, and the entire Coachella headlining was non-white. It was like a big thing. It's like... Entire, it was like they did it purposefully. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, purposely I would have known. the biggest artists in the world well, are non white. No, now. it's just there was an article that said Coachella headline all non white artists this year or something like that. I don't know. I've never been. It just looks dirty and dusty out there. Dirty and dusty. All right, ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, he's investing in a robot pizza company, Jesse. Um, the business run by former SpaceX engineer, leading first funding on the round, getting $16.5 million for it. Um, it's described as basically a spaceship on wheels. It's called Stellar Pizza. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't, but the first restaurant is scheduled to open at USC this fall. So is it which, a restaurant which is or a University truck? of Southern California. It says the concept is designed to reduce cost and labor and real estate while delivering high-quality food to customers. The pizza truck can reportedly make up to 420 pizzas per day. Is so that a coincidence? Truck makes it itself. Yeah. Um, with a single pizza taking less than five minutes and delivered straight to your door. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool indeed. I guess they'll have some videos and advertisements coming later on. There's a video on here. You have a video? Let's see if I can find a video. Nah, we'll pull it up later. Um, well, I can see the Stellar Pizza. Stellar Pizza. Stellar Pizza. So what they said is, what we're doing is very hard. They need to recruit the best and the brightest to develop a mobile pizza machine. It's basically a spaceship on wheels, said Tassie. I can't even count the number of pizzas this thing will make. LA's first robot pizza truck? Is this it? Yep. Yep. 
That's kind of cool. So it rolls in, then it squeezes it down and flattens it. Mm-hmm. It's like those TikTok videos of like the compression where they squish Play-Doh and stuff. Is that how it cooks it though? Well, I think this is all just like showing you each part of the component. Huh. Interesting. So rapper and producer and entrepreneur Jay-Z entered a Series A funding round with his venture capital firm, Marcy Venture Partners. Stellar Pizza previously raised $9 million in fundraising led by Root Ventures with participation from Crossland Capital. Apparently, he's not the first person to put their money behind this, and people think it's going to be the next big thing, Jesse. People love pizza. And what we got the vet, what we do, we had a vet come to our house. Uh, There's a hibachi place that we thought about having come do in-home hibachi for my birthday. Like, everything is going to, like, people want things to come to them. Do you agree? I agree. It's It's the new normal. That's it. The new normal is being in your home and having things come to you, I think. Anything else you want to throw on, Mr. Jesse? No, that's everything on my end. That was another good show. As it always is. Well, if you stuck out for the whole show, appreciate it so much. Go over to drhebert.com. Find everything you need. Friend us, follow us. Hit that plus sign. Hit that heart sign. Whatever you got to do. We're on everything, right? Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher. Stitcher, all that stuff. Anything else, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I think you're listening to me in the shower. I was playing this song this morning. <sighs> no, 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 no. I had this in the schedule for like a whole week, Mr. Jesse. Uh, We're two days behind with this show, actually. This is some old material. All right. Hopefully, we'll bring more shows coming up in 2023. We're going to try to do some more little early morning shows. Get up a little early, right, Mr. Cody? All right. Ready? We out? Laid up? Peace out? See you, bye. Crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the peace. I'm out.